right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of My Computers All Day. I'm Dan, the Part Time Avenger. That's Mark, the Resident Jedi. Hello there. So the last few weeks, we've been reviewing new movies, and a lot of them we've also decided not to review. Uh, to be honest with you, we've both talked about this, and we've come to a consensus that summer movies lately have just been trash. We decided to try and rescue your summer movie viewing experience and give you our top five best summer movies from this century. So during the summer season where kids are out of school, people are up to no good and you go see some movies or maybe perhaps back in the day, you want to rent some of those movies too. But uh, releases from May to August, summer movies, top five. We're also going to start off with some honorable mentions. I feel like this has been an ongoing problem. We've talked about it before. I feel like the last like three years, there just hasn't been anything exciting to see in the summer. You go see the the movies around Christmas. You go see the movies, you know, uh, in March, and then nothing, nothing really good. Well, I really hope that Barbie, Barbie, and and Oppenheimer or Barbenheimer turn out okay. But man, so far so meh. Only thing that can save the summer is the I Can Do This All Day podcast. So let's break them off. Some honorable mentions. And Mark, what is one of your movies that did not quite crack the top five? I was so close on putting this in and I've got so many comedies and it's a movie that I quote a bunch and that I feel like still holds up today. It is a Will Ferrell classic with John C. Riley and his Talladega Nights. Oh, Talladega Nights. And what year was that released? Um, 2000 and... Not prepared. <laughs> I, I Not for the honorable mentions, no. It's funny that you say that movie because I also had a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley movie on the honorable mentions, but not Talladega Nights. It was Step Brothers, 2008's Step Brothers. Such a funny movie, quotable. So uh, also on my honorable mentions list and, and just making it there because you gave us yours, Toy Story 3. Or Schindler's Toy Box. This is a movie made movie made for all ages. Had so many retro toy and retro movie references in it. From Cool Hand Luke. Uh, and, 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 you know, just, just keep on going. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I remember seeing it in the theaters. And it being one of, the, one of those that, that people talked about. For the record, my favorite Toy Story movie out of all of them. I thought that movie was hilarious. But you know who made that movie? Michael Keaton as Ken. God damn it. Why isn't Michael Keaton in the Barbie movie as Ken? I I don't think that he had. He was too busy being Batman. I'll just put it there. Too busy dying as Batman. Never to be seen again. (laughs) Honorable death. All right. So one of mine is a... Marvel movie. And it was arguably the best MCU movie, but it is 2019's Avengers Endgame. Such hype around that movie. Theaters going wild. I saw that movie in the theater three different times. Actually, no, four different times. Um, Yeah, so goddamn good. But 
the reason why it didn't crack the top of my list is because there's certain criteria that I'm going by. And I also don't want to be biased by like the recency factor. It's 2019, only four years ago. Yes. Amazing movie on my top list of, of maybe the first uh, MCU movie that is just like number one in my heart, but yeah, not in the top five on top summer movies this time. My last one uh, is, is a little older, but I think it, it really was one of the first like comic toy nostalgia eighties nostalgia movies that was really good when it released the series has since not been so good which is you know consistent with a lot of things recently but that's the og transformers movie one of the only shia labeouf movies that is palatable and the special effects in it i thought um you know i think that movie launched megan fox in a big way um at least on the big screen i thought that movie was great I haven't liked, I haven't really liked them recently, but that Transformers movie, um, saw it in the theaters and I will watch that whenever, like if I see it, it's a solid movie. It was a really fun movie. I liked that movie a lot. And actually I think Transformers just gets a bad rap because I thought the second one was really good. I thought the second one was better than the first one, but after that, it became pretty trashy, kind of shitty. And then Mark Wahlberg came on board. And he was always so breathy, talking Optimus Prime. And there's Transformers on Earth. What are we going to do, Optimus? Like, no, sorry, not me. Yeah, I, I don't, why are you here? You're here yeah. because Shia LaBeouf went a little off the wall, but that's okay. Um, my last one was a tough one. And actually, it was probably the, the movie that kind of changed my opinion about Spider-Man. And it's Spider-Man 2. So 2002's Spider-Man 2, such a good fucking movie. And I was like, wow, Spider-Man isn't such a bitch after all. He was pretty badass in this movie. And I had fun. It was a funny movie. And uh, re-watching it again, it aged a little bit for me. But at the time, still very, very good. Um, and it's still still good. So still very solid. So just missed the top five for my summer movies. Yeah, all those. I liked the Raimi, the first two Raimi Spider-Mans. The third one was a little out there. Why don't we kick right in to the top five? So tell me a little bit more about this list. When you made it, what really pushed you to make this top five? And let's give some insight into the Resident Jedi's top five summer movies. So I was, as I was looking at these, I was looking at movies that just, you don't get movies that hit like this anymore. Like you don't have things that are as quotable, as rewatchable. And, and I grabbed movies that I watched a ton, just a ton that you own the, the, the cassette or the Blu-ray or the you know, like DVD. And they're the ones that you still have after you've, you know, said, wow, I don't watch DVDs anymore but I'll hold on to these couple like it's, it's, it's those movies that, that I think aren't Marvel movies or aren't like big uh, uh, sci-fi romps. They're things that I feel like you don't get as much anymore. 
and they're movies that um you know i i was a little biased in that i grabbed things that you know nobody had heard of before or that that weren't part of a series or that weren't like oh this is a sequel to a sequel to a sequel like i i just tried to stay away that's why toy story didn't make the list i'm like stay away from the sequels these are original movies that i thought were awesome so with all that being said dan how did you pick your movies for this list i picked it based off of what was i obsessed with over that summer and what did i continue to quote watch talk about when school started back up or when fall and everything started back up and so there's quite a few of them that were like oh holy shit I can't remember how good this movie was, but I know that it was nothing but nonstop jokes, laughter, everything, good memories. So really, it's the good memories that stuck out for me. No further ado, let's break them off with number five. And my number five is a watch along that we did recently, and that is 2001's the Fast and the Furious, the OG. This movie absolutely sucks, but tell me that you did not rev your engine and drive so damn fast and so damn dangerously throughout that summer. Come on. Oh, dude, I I, I celebrate the entire catalog up until uh, The Rock joined the team. Uh, I, I like the old ones. I, uh, I, I, I definitely... Uh, uh, was into that movie and into that scene for a little bit. Oh man, just so many races, and I put that in air quote races that myself as a teenager used to do. And um, God, so much fun, man! Such good memories. What about you? What's your number five? Uh, my number five, you already mentioned, uh, you already mentioned it, and I was shocked that you didn't put it on the list. Uh, I, I, I really was very uh, um, disappointed that you gave Step Brothers such disrespect by not adding it to the top five. What? Fantastic movie. It's so quotable, so amazing. Boats and Hoes, The Gilded Lady. I'm going to put my nutsack on your drums set. <laughs> like, just such a great, such a great movie. And I'm just laying up terrible outtakes for you. But, yeah, no, I... I Dale Doback, Brendan Huff, two thumbs up. Quotable, rewatchable, gets better as time goes on. And I think the supporting cast in that Adam McKay movie uh, uh, is just like makes it what it is. Adam Scott, Catherine Hahn, Mary Steenberger. Uh, just, oh, they all were so good. Steenberger, not to be confused with Mary Steenberger. But um, oh, whatever. <laughs> I apologies you, to Ted Danson's wife. I mispronounce everybody's name. It's a terrible, terrible thing. We are but. gonna have an entire by the end of year two of this podcast. Oh man, I can release an entire episode of you just obliterating the fuck out of actors and directors' names. Hilarious, oh, but yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. I love that movie. I love that movie. But there are, believe it or not, some even better memories from some movies on my list. Well, that puts the, the ball back in your court, man. What's your number four? Number four couldn't be made today. Such controversy star studded cast. 
but you've got 2008's Tropic Fucking Thunder. Oh, God. Robert Downey Jr., the dude dressed as another dude. <laughs> so, so fucking good, man. I, I can't believe how funny that movie was and just how batshit crazy all the characters were. I mean, there's so many things that can't even be repeated in public because everyone would look at you really, really just poorly. Yeah. It's so funny. I don't care, man. That's my sense of humor. Take it to the grave or you know what? It's out there for everyone to watch. Go watch that movie. And if you can't take the fun in context of the movie, you should not listen to our podcast. I'm going to be honest. I did not like it the first time I saw it. What? It just didn't. I didn't get it. It didn't. I must have missed something. But upon multiple, multiple, multiple rewatches, it just it just is amazing. And I don't know what in the first one. It might be my um, my lukewarm enjoyment of Ben Stiller in general. Oh, Stiller's hilarious in everything. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Cable guy. But either way, either way, great pick. Amazing movie. What about you? What's your number four? You hate this movie. It is something you've already uh, given disdain to. It is a Marvel movie, and I tried really hard to stay away from them, but I can't not just absolutely love 2008's Iron Man. Good Nobody movie. was thinking Marvel movies. Nobody was thinking, why is John Favreau in this movie and directing it? What is going on here? And it was just amazing. I bought that movie as soon as it came out, watched it repeatedly, and I, I feel like it, it just stood alone and stands in the uh, in the arena with all the rest of those Marvel movies. But one of my favorite summer movies. So I really like that movie, and I rented. Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk the same weekend. And I love the Hulk. That was my favorite. I watched the Hulk, really liked it. The next day, watched Iron Man. I was like, fuck, that was better than the Hulk. I really like that one. But I will say that I think it's overrated. As much as I enjoy it, I think it is overrated. Um, it was close to being in my upper part of the list. But the reason why I didn't have it on there is because I wasn't quoting Iron Man after I watched that movie. I wasn't watching it on repeat. I was very impressed. I wasn't telling everyone to go watch Iron Man. You were you quoting I Iron was, Man with yeah. friends and stuff? Like I, I mean that movie was that movie it, it it just it just hit for me. The whole vibe of RDJ in that movie was just a a wonderful cocky amazing feel and that that's what got me in it um you know there's some there's some deep quotes in it um you know render on to caesar that's which is caesar's where he, where he hands over the award there's there's some good shit in there um the soundtrack is absolutely killer i know you hate it when pop music is part of a movie soundtrack but it was just you know rocking out to some acdc um you know loving some 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 metal in there or some some old punk music in there too um just was a vibe of a movie for me that i just can't say no to fair enough it's a great movie 
Um, but just not on my definition of a top summer movie. I got you. But let's go on to number three. Now, before we go on to our top three, are we starting to split hairs here or is there pretty significant difference between three, two, and one? Three, two, and one for me are the ones I had no question about. When I looked at these movies, I was like, these are either I quote the living shit out of them. They absolutely hit in such a huge way or they're the movies like I can't turn off when they're on TV. They're they're true Shawshanks for me. Okay. What about you? Were you close? Were you not? It was pretty clear cut and dry. I think because of the way that my definition of the top five is like, I have significant core memories and I'll talk about some core memories with, with the movies as we go down the list. But when you have that core memory, especially with a movie related to that particular summer, and you remember a whole bunch of other specific events because of that, that's a feel good movie. That is a feel good life. So let's, let's crack that top three. Break them off. Number three. No question about it. 2005. Amazing cast. But, the, the I mean, you, you met an, an actor that I hadn't even realized was doing anything in Bradley Cooper. And he wasn't even on the marquee with Vince Vaughn in Wedding Crashers. Oh, wow. Wow. That was a, a surprise pick right there. Good movie. I like so quotable. Yeah, absolutely. Just the most quotable movie. Wow. That's a good pick. So truth be told, just like what you said earlier about Tropic Thunder, I didn't like that movie the first time I saw it. I, for like the first half, like this movie's hilarious. And that got all serious and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then Will Ferrell comes out in a fucking kimono. And he's like, what is he even doing in there? air humping at a funeral i was like what the fuck where is this movie going but now i understand it and like i was watching it with my brother and his wife and so just like kind of the end just kind of made me uncomfortable i was like what the fuck is this Uh, none none of the stuff before made me uncomfortable it's all hilarious to me but i was just like yeah i don't know if i should be laughing i don't know if i should feel bad or sorry for owen wilson but now I can take it all in the big picture of things and good movie. Solid. Love it. I, I, I don't think there's a more quotable movie um, during a wedding. <laughs> okay. That's like a very odd distinction. Or on there. the way to a wedding. I mean, I, I feel like so many things that I've done just to keep myself, uh, keep myself entertained during the the longer wedding proceedings like the ones with the the full mass beforehand um have you never played wedding mass bingo where you sit there and try to decide what how they're going to fit it together what readings what's going to go into it because i'll tell you it is an amazing time yeah i guess i didn't find that stuff that funny so, like, no, I've never tried to guess the fucking Bible verse because you know what? Oh. 
no one ever gives a shit. <laughs> it's like, but the, uh, the thing is, though, everybody gets the same template. Yeah, like unless you're uh, you're bringing in somebody and you're making your own vows and you're doing whatever. But all of like they made jokes in that movie that just hit on like, yeah, because that totally makes sense because they hand you five and which one you want and who's going to do it. And it just it just works. Okay. That movie works on so many levels for me. Oh, so much. Stage five clicker. What are we doing? Hot route. Hot route. What the hell's hot route? <laughs> just, just move over there. <laughs> Football uh, and crab cakes. That's what Maryland does. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Very quotable. But uh, number three for me. Uh, made my summer. Also made my co- at least my first semester of college going into it and that is 2001's american pie 2 uh really so, american pie 2 so fucking good so much so much shit in that movie so quotable lesbians you know like <laughs> it's so funny i don't every time i talk about lesbians i feel like we're just gonna get canceled but that movie, like, there's some clips, YouTube clips of, like, teenagers watching that movie now, and they think it's so offensive. Like, sorry, it's fucking hilarious. And Steve Stifler made that fucking movie, and all my friends did that summer. We were going off to college. We went to go see that movie after school let out. Oh, it made our summer so much more exciting. And... We'd call each other up, you know, just try and be like, yeah, let's make this the best summer ever. Just like kind of just fucking joke around and shit. And it lasted like those types of memories and callbacks lasted for like another 10 years. So it was pretty crazy. And uh, just that feel good story for me, graduating high school, going into college, American Pie 2 just lined up perfectly with our stupid teenager shenanigans. Oh. I, I I celebrate the entire American Pie catalog, but it's not my top five. But I celebrate it. It was the Stifler movie of him, and they really moved him into the main role. That and in Wedding, they did kind of the same thing. Yeah, but Wedding wasn't as good as two. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, but... One's still the best one. One's good. One's very good. Two, in my opinion... It's those additional memories and that just kind of floundered from that movie is what made it um, my number three. So going number two, what do you got? My number two is one of the best, and I feel like last great summer comedy movies that we got. It spawned multiple sequels that were as good, um, launched a few careers to people that we've seen in multiple things and brought the sleeper actor that I mentioned in the last movie into a leading man role. And that's 2009's the hangover. Same Z's number two hangover for me as well. So good. And it's so quotable and it's the deep quotes. It's the deep quotes. Tigers hate cinnamon. They love pepper. I'm trying to think of like when that movie came out, it was nonstop quoting. Everyone, everyone 
bought the Blu-ray. Everybody had the T-shirt with the baby. Yeah. And everyone would always talk to each other like, you guys ready to let the dogs out? <laughs> so yeah. Everyone said that shit. So good. Like Zach Galifianakis, uh, the lovable idiot. And such a funny movie. It was so different of like a group of friends, like that type of story that it, it became like, oh my God, this is like the best comedy ever. But the sequels, it did spawn a few sequels or a couple sequels and just not as good as the first. Didn't capture that magic. Wilds, nonetheless. I mean, still good. You, you talked about American Pie 2 and it's really good, but what sequel is ever better than the first one? Terminator like, 2. Okay, other than that. And that's obvious. John Wick but- 2, better than one. John Wick what three, better comedy than three. sequel. John Wick is four, ever better than better the first than three. One. I'm done. I'm going down the list. You said Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, better than the previous ones. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying comedies in, with comedies. The only sequel I can think of that's better than the original is Beverly Hills Cop two. The that's the only comedy that's better. Where the, than the sequel is better than the original. Um, maybe some of the lethal weapons, but that's close. That's not, that's not really comedy, though. That's like, see, that's a different level. So, going into comedies, right? You have some comedies that are just like straight up comedy, but Lethal Weapon is not a comedy. That's like an action movie with comedy in it. You know, that's that's a different. I think that's a little unfair to to kind of say. It. But also, comedies just don't have many sequels to begin with. I agree. But, yeah. I agree. I'm just saying, great movie. One of the best in the last 23 years. And something that everybody watched all summer and beyond. Yeah. But remember, Mark, that girl up there dry humping the fucking stage. That's somebody's daughter. <laughs> yeah, somebody's oh, daughter. Boy. That's what I was going to say. I have a really important question for you. What do tigers dream of when they take a little tiger snooze? <laughs> that was such an odd, odd song in the middle of it. But it was so funny that he's just playing the piano randomly. It is funny, though, because they actually, uh, I had them play that at my wedding. So <laughs> during, during dinner, I had them play. I had a few requests. So number one was play Careless Whisper multiple times, each louder than the other. And so by the time they played Careless Whisper, like for the third time, it was like really, really loud. Um, And then I had uh, that little portion of the of of that song and the hangover. (laughs) And people were just like, what? What the fuck's going on? Meanwhile, I'm sitting up at the tables like. Doug, Dougie, Doug, Dougie, Doug, 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 and just uh, yeah. Mm. And then that, then we're shit out of luck. <laughs> just like went on to the next song. Everyone who hasn't seen the movie before is just like cutting their their steak. I was like, what? What's going on here? But it was the, I, I had that as somebody's ringtone that I usually didn't pick up for just because I liked hearing this song. <laughs> but you had, to, you had to make sure that they called you a lot in order to hear it, right? Oh, man. And you're shit out of luck. Oops, missed the call. 
Oh, oh man. Anything else on the hangover? I, I mean, I feel like we could go a whole podcast on the hangover because it's maybe we should it's just I mean, it, it's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's it, it, how many people in that movie had you never heard of before? Yeah, that were just so good. Yeah, very rewatchable. We'll watch it from any point, any point. And it's you, just solid. You bought the Blu-ray, right? Oh, yeah, everyone did. Of course, everyone did. <laughs> so let's not honey dick anyone anymore. Let's go on to number one. So the reason why I asked about that Blu-ray thing is my number one, everyone bought this Blu-ray. Everyone got it for Christmas. The most common thing that you would ask at Christmas is like, oh, how's your Christmas? And you would ask them, what did they get? The response, I got the Dark Knight just like everyone else. So yeah, 2008, the, the Dark Knight, my number one summer movie such a good fucking movie i'm a marvel fan dc can pretty much lick my sack but the dark knight was so good so freaking good heath ledger amazing performance christian bale i like christian bale he can do no wrong but that was a batman movie that i (coughs) excuse me that i was like cool batman is actually cool this movie was really good. Christopher Nolan made me like Batman. Yeah, I I thought that movie was overrated when it came out, and my opinion hasn't changed that much. It's a great movie, but I have no idea why it got so much hype. Probably because it was good. I mean, you know, to each their own. I mean, Heath Ledger died, so that's probably a good portion of the hype, right? Yeah, Um, yeah. Tragedy, but... I mean, it was such a good Joker performance. He made me like the Joker. Jack Nicholson, I don't care. Jack Nicholson now or 1974, don't care. For him, Heath Ledger was my Joker. Such a better portrayal and scary, gritty, and just why so serious? No, man, no. You you want to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. That's what you want to do. That's the Joker. Oh, Jack's my Joker forever. But I, I, it was a good movie. I 100% got multiple copies of The Dark Knight for, for Christmas. Um, there's probably still a sealed copy somewhere in my house. So I, I understand. I feel you. I feel you on that. But I'm going back a little bit further. I'm pushing the limits of our list. Because I have one question for you about this movie. Are you not entertained? 2000 Gladiator. uh, It's just so good. So if you, for all of our listeners who had tuned into one of our retro rewinds, uh, 2000s, was that the episode? I think so. It was, it was not what I thought it was going to be. I thought that movie was and granted i saw it 23 years later but uh yeah overrated and was it good yes i didn't quite understand all of the hype though so it was so hyped though it was so hype when it came out i remember it i remember people changing their haircuts to do that push forward 
Russell Crowe situation that he had on that movie. Um, Jay Z sampled it, uh, uh, you know, uh, for 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 the I think it was the Black Album, um, or it could have been Blueprint. I'm not sure, but uh, Jay Z sampled it. It was just such a good movie, and the scale of it in in 2000 was insane. Titanic level. Mm. But it's a movie that wherever it's at, I'll watch it. Okay. Love Gladiator. Yeah, that might Not just super excited about the sequel. I think it's good. I don't think they can come close to it, and I think it'll suck. Maybe they'll put some fucking 90s music in it as well. Like an old like 90s music video, and that'll be his homage to his original movie. The only thing that this new movie could possibly have going for it is pedro isn't like denzel in it too yeah yeah denzel's in it but i'm i'm all on some pedro pascal like that can be the only thing Hmm. i do like denzel don't get me wrong i have no expectation for it because i wasn't i wasn't a fan of of the original Uh, i can understand why people like it i just because i saw it 20 years later or 23 years later, uh, I just wasn't my cup of tea and it just aged for me. So for that reason, I'm out. I understand. I understand. You know what it is better than anything that's come out this summer so far? I don't know. I, I'd say like there's a lot of movies that are better than Gladiator just because I didn't like it, but that's just me. So, um, but that's it, everyone. Those are our top five. Are there any movies? that you didn't talk about that, you know, other people regard as like great summer movies. I mean, there's a couple, right? You, you've got like your, your Deadpool's, your Wonder Woman's Ted. If you remember that movie, which is completely aged poorly. Um, Inception was really big. That was a great one. Yeah. Um, both of the Deathly Hallows movies, the Harry Potter ones came out in the summer. Those were big, but. I, I I stand by my top five. Really happy. Same here. Well, that's it. Short and sweet, just like the summer was. Soon, kids will be going back to school, and the days will get shorter. Nights get a little bit colder. But one thing that you will have is the I Can Do This All Day podcast. But until then, stand part-time adventure. That's Mark the Rosentretta. Like, subscribe, rate. Tell us what your favorite uh, summer movie was, winter movie, something you think that should fit into our lists, and we'll review it. Uh, with the quality of movies coming out right now and both the strikes going on, we're gonna be we're gonna be rocking some retro rewinds coming up. See y'all next time.